Hey everyone, welcome again to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, movie reviews, and events happening in and around Central Florida, hopefully soon. As always, this is your host, Tony, with Damn Nick. What are you, announcing a fight? <laughs> yeah, of course. Holding that, that, that damn like for like 20 minutes there? Yeah, no, of course. Every time, every time, man. You know, you know how it goes here. <laughs> Oh man! Actually, a little, uh, little just weird information. Uh, a guy hired the one of the announcers for MMA or like boxing. Yeah, one of those guys that are famous for that. Those two brothers, or whatever, mm-hmm. to break up with his girlfriend. I've seen it. Oh, you saw that where he hired him to voice the like the breakup. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the the best one I've ever mm-hmm. heard, and this is not like a celebrity. Mm-hmm. So I forget what country. I think it's Switzerland. Mm-hmm. That if when they're about to hire you, they'll let you. I guess they'll let you know. Be like, hey, bring a sympathy partner, somebody to. Is that the one that that dressed up like a like? He hired a clown. Yeah, to be there while he's getting fired. <laughs> I remember that. That story. is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> when that day I heard it, I was like, this guy is amazing. He like trolled his job. It's like, oh, you're gonna fire me? All right, let's make it a joke out of it. Yeah, and just bring a clown. And I guess the clown was making like that has that honk noise. He would honk every time. <laughs> like a statement would be said. No, see, I would go dark. I would hire like um, I don't know if you ever seen the Venture Brothers. There's uh, there's one episode where they just had a bear that had a fierce like a guy in a bear outfit, but the bear outfit looked like it was just like a fierce look, mm-hmm. and it's covered in like blood with, and he would just carry a kitchen knife with him. <laughs> And every time he would like he would make a noise, it would just have that expression on the mask. So he'd just be like there, like just standing there, not talking about not saying anything. Yeah. So uh-huh. I would just have him there like in the background, like <laughs> like everybody just like slowly looks to the yeah, side, like what's uh I, I you would have to do without the there. kitchen knife, the Oh no, no yeah, without the kitchen knife, but yeah. I just think it's funny. Just somebody in a bear outfit all bloody yeah, and just, just like chilling what, why is he here like <laughs> he's, he's my sympathy <laughs> partner right now. Makes me feel good. My sympathy yeah, it makes me feel good. <laughs> oh man, you ready for this? Uh, of course, man. Christmas weekend. I actually feel prepared. I've never been prepared for Christmas. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm pre- pretty pre- prepared. I guess. Prepared. Pre- prepared. Prepared. Not because I've never. You know what it is? I just. I've always tried to. I'm not good at buying presents. I'm the kind of person that like if I see something that I think that person would love, definitely I would jump on it. But buying presents prematurely. Oh well, it's Christmas, so you gotta buy presents. I've never yeah. been good at that, so no, I'm 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 like you. Yeah, I'm like if I see it right then and there, I buy it, and I don't even wait. I'll just give them to that same day. Like, hey, I got something for you. Here, exactly. Bye. Exactly. Leave me alone. But this year, I was like, you know, something. I have a little extra cash. Uh, my job was able to provide to me, so I was like, let me, let me go ahead and contribute that to like kids. So yeah. like, you know, I, I'm able to work. You know, I'm so I'm happy that I that that can work. So I decided to, I'm going to focus whatever little extra money I have to, um. To all the the people that I love, their kids rather than them. Yeah, no, of course. So buying like little presents, so it's, it was cool. I just bought a bunch of presents, but uh, I actually <laughs> I can't wait to see some of the expressions because some of the pre- you know how I can't you can't avoid the gift card thing sometimes. Yeah, some people just want stuff that you have to buy on their own. Yeah. So I don't like giving off gift cards. I don't know why. I just feel like it's it's empty in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you might as well just give out cash. So what I did was I bought the gift cards, but I I messed with the packaging. You messed with the packaging. How did you mess with the packaging? All right. Well, I mean, hopefully these these individuals won't hear this until after they get their cre- their presents. But 
So one of them is for a little boy who wants, he plays a specific type of video game. So I'm like, okay, he wants credit for that video game. I'm like, cool. But again, gift cards are boring. Yeah. So what I did was I found a, the most effeminate gift of all. Just because I know, not that again, he's not nothing against it. It's just he would be so confused by the gift. Yeah. That's my whole thing is confusion. So I bought him the pinkiest Barbie doll I could find. And I'm going to tape the gift card to the back of the packaging of that Barbie doll. <laughs> so that when he opens it, he just looks he's super like, uh, perplexed as you. to why I'm giving him a pink Barbie doll. He's like, like thank you? Yes. And then the and knowing him, he'll probably, like, if he plays with figures, he'll probably have it play along with his Transformers or anything. I, it's not that they would keep it. It's just the whole, I, the whole it, joke. Of the it. whole joke of their perplexed look of trying to figure out why I would get them that in the first place. Yeah. Um, no, but then, obviously, when they figure out what it is. But then the other person, what I did was... I need to go a little bit further because they're a little older. So I'm like, okay. So I found the most obscure DVD humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking about a, a Batman Adam West style. Yeah. Again, to just get that look where it's like, this, what is, like, what is this? Yeah. Why would you give me this? Like, what, you know, this, just for like that five seconds of just like that twisted, uh, yeah, what was it? Uh, uh, Michael Myers does every time he's about to like, yeah, in a situation he like kind of twists that, his head like tilted head look. Yeah, like, like what? <laughs> yes, so that's my gift. I've, I've never done. I do more annoying gifts. No, I get that. More, more I've seen you do that. You seen me? Uh, well, to anybody that like, uh, it was at work. We had like a secret Santa, and it was like a twenty dollar limit. And I went to Walmart, and she she wrote what she wanted, and all of it was gift card like Starbucks, mm. uh, Target, and Walmart. And I was like, oh, let me just get her Walmart gift card. But I grabbed like fifty of them. <laughs> And put twenty dollars in one, and put all, and mix it in wherever, and I'm like, gave her the stack, and she's like, "What is this?" I'm like, "Your gift card." She's like, "Which one is?" It? I'm like, "I don't know. You have to find out." <laughs> so she spent the rest of her lunch break calling, calling the number and entering to find out which one was the 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 one with the twenty twenty dollars on it. It was fun. I'm so upset because somebody wanted to play kind of a prank on you, and they didn't take my advice. I was so upset by that. Oh, they didn't? They didn't. Uh, you know what my uh, advice was? What? I said, go on eBay, and I guarantee you, you'll find people selling gift cards for stores that don't exist anymore. That would be awesome. Like getting a gift card for well, Circuit like, City. Like Blockbuster. A Blockbuster, like Blockbuster gift, gift, gift card. card. Yeah, like a Circuit City or something like that, where it's like, I can't use this. <laughs> <laughs> like Hollywood Video. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got you a gift card for Hollywood Video. <laughs> They're like, why would you get me this? Where's they, where are there even a Hollywood Video anymore? Yeah, oh, man. That's sounds like that's that would be a fun joke. I love yeah. those kind of jokes. So let's get into some topics. You got any? What you got for yes, me? Yes, yes, I do have a few. Talk to me. Um, so Sony announced mm-hmm. that they are going to release three, or it's going to be a movie adaptation, three movies and three TV shows. Okay. Game video game adaptation. They haven't released what it is. They they don't know if it's like the Uncharted series with Tom Holland. If it's included in that in that ten. Or The Last of Us is uh, is having a TV series on HBO Max. Okay. So they haven't announced what it is, but they're saying that they're going to start pushing on um, a lot of gaming properties that they own through the Sony gaming, and they're going to push it into movies and TV shows. So that's another one that's interesting because the Tom Holland one, I mean, I heard about that one, like, I feel like almost a year ago more. Yeah. And it I was like- rumored like two years ago, and then they had set photos this year. 
and it's set to come out next year, um, I'm not mistaken. But at the same time, Sony held back, <clears throat> what is it, Morbius, Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. Venom 2, all that were supposed to, it kind of intended to come out this year. So I don't know if that's the, if they're including those 10, those mm-hmm. three movies in that. But if not, then we're getting brand new stories and um, video game adaptations, TV series, and movies. They confirmed, I think Knuckles is coming out in Sonic 2. They, 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 they're quote unquote rumor, rumors about it. But you know, it's so funny because I, I, I played Uncharted. I played all the Uncharted's and I love them. Um, but in my head, I'm thinking about like a live action adaptation of it. And I keep on going back to this movie that I grew up with that nobody really, nobody talks about anymore. Uh, I think it was called, uh, uh, Jewel the, not is it Jewel the Nile? The, uh, the one where the guy takes, uh, uh, some, uh, news person from New York. Jules of the Now. Is it Jules of the Now? Something like that. Yeah, with like, Michael Douglas? Yes. Yes. I thought that was like such a perfect adaptation for something like that. Because that, that's kind of how Uncharted felt like. You know, somebody who knew who knew the jungle knew us like that with somebody maybe who's smart talking. I don't know. Yeah. And they just get themselves in situations in a more modern day situation. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but Uncharted, I felt like it was just a modern day Indiana Jones. It is, but Indiana it, Jones it, it usually had, it rarely had. deals with more because he's more of the underbelly. Like he's a... I think he's a he's a thief, and their their um their goal is very more specific. It's not like any archaeology. Anything. Exactly, no, it's no, very no. Specific but I, to I, a very I felt like the person. essence of of Uncharted mm-hmm. was heavily influenced by Indiana by Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah, because he knew a lot of a lot of things about um, artifacts and mm-hmm. uh, history and everything that pertained to the uh, the story or the the um, exploration he was going through. Well, technically. If you follow Uncharted, I think I mean I get you the 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 feel of it, the feel of it, and maybe the look of it is more Indiana Jones, but technically the story wise, I would probably be closer, more closely related to uh, American American Treasure, American whatever the one with the uh, Nicholas Cage. Oh, Treasure, uh, National Treasure, National Treasure. Okay, that story wise, I think that's more going to be it would be more so relatable like, to that, like a blend of those. Well, because he basically became obsessed with it as a child, yeah, and he. Basically, story his the rest of his life to do that one thing, so that's why in the same thing as National Treasure, where he he grew up with that knowledge from his from his family that he literally all his education, everything he learned was just for the purpose of finding that one that one item. And in Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones just has a more of a general knowledge overall. True. Okay. All right. So yes. Next topic. What you got? Blumhouse is eyeing. Um, David Gordon Green. Why does that name sound familiar? To we'll get right into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, to direct the uh, what was it the Exorcist sequel? Like the Exorcist from the there wasn't there an Exorcist sequel already. Like I mean I wasn't a lot. I mean it was from like in the eighties, but what didn't they really make an uh, Exorcist sequel? Like I think they did. It did Exorcist two, but I don't know if it's gonna be a sequel. You know how they'll, they'll do a sequel that's uh, that they'll be like, oh, the second one wasn't canon. Mm-hmm. They'll just be like, that didn't exist, which is in kind of like uh, Halloween. Yeah, mm-hmm. and which is funny is that he directed Halloween. I think he directed uh, Pineapple Express. Wow, that is such a switch. Yeah, Your Highness, he did. I really wish Your Highness got yeah, a better uh, more he, credibility. He's also work, he's also doing Halloween Kills, the 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 new one that's coming out. So you're making a sequel to Halloween? Yeah, it, it's so called a third ha- 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 Halloween Kills. 
This is going to be interesting because the third Halloween, I think it was the one that gets the most. Um, is it the third one? I know there yeah. was the season of the witch or whatever that everybody always talks about is like the downfall of Halloween. Like every the, movie, every movie, the third one is always the down, downfall. You think so? Generally. No, there's, because I mean, there's, dream- very, there's very few trilogies that the third movie holds up. Like oh, Lord of the Ring. Say, okay. But like, okay. So for example, Nightmare on Elm Street. The third one was actually awesome. The second one was a problem. Yeah. The second one was the... If you look it up, there's a, I watched the documentary. There is a huge, weird thing about part two. But yeah, part two is the one that everybody kind of is like, that didn't exist. Or yeah. also Highlander. Highlander, Spider-Man. You could even look at... Uh, what's another one? That's a third one. That was No, no, was that second. Iron Man. Hmm? What? Spider-Man 3? Was trash. No, Spider Man Three was trash. You're right, but Spider Man Two. No, no. Well, I'm saying the third movie is usually like the worst one out of the bunch. You could look at Iron Man. The third one was that the, was weird. That was completely off, like off the characters. Bad. Yeah. Um. In essence, in essence, mm-hmm. Civil War wasn't bad, but it was. I don't think it was better than the second one, which was Winter uh, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So usually the third one it doesn't doesn't hit as hard because the first one usually is your introduction the second one is continuing the stories which is a bigger hit the third one is usually you have to like go bigger than the previous two and try to like i think the only way you can actually have a good third act in movies because the whole point the whole point is the first one is always the introduction that's always great the second one is always the conflict which obviously that's always interesting but the third one is the resolution which is satisfying but if you don't have conflict already in there yeah it's difficult it's hard. To, yeah, yeah you have to create brand new conflict like the whole thing look at uh, um um matrix three yeah like matrix resolution that, that did not go well because again all the conflict everything all the drama that built up was built up in part two part three was more you went there and just went down yeah it, so it's not the, the, same. the end of the climax uses a, a long slow yeah. roll down the only one that did it good mm-hmm. was lords of the ring because they one, ended at the war, ended at the highest possible point. peak. Yeah, at the beginning of the highest possible peak, and then you saw the resolution. Though. Yeah, so the resolution it was already like it was like you're in the middle of that climax, yeah. the whole fight scene from the like, end of the second. And you, one and to you the, kind of allow yourself room to grow in the next one as far as the conflicts. Concerned, yeah, then for the resolution. But no, if you get to the point where the resolution is completely the third movie, it does. It's hard because it's like unless you watch all three together, it's difficult to be like to appreciate the third movie. Yeah, for what it is. Mm-hmm. Then how you normally would have to wait like two years for the next one to be like oh it's just just dragging it out. I think that's another thing that Lord of the Rings did well in a sense because it ended at a very there was no resolution at the end of it like they just it was just one of those scenes where it's like wait a minute oh this is the end yeah like you just kind of look back and like just got caught off guard. True. So eh, we'll see. We'll see. So mm-hmm. um all right so it's it's the Mandalorian. We'll okay. just talk, Do touch, it. touch on it. I know. I, quick. I trust me. I am the one at fault here. Yes. I accept it. Don't worry about it. Luke came out in the last episode of season two of Mandalorian. I, I didn't even. Yo, it was so much emotion coming out that moment. I, I it. it it, everything building up to like his fight. The intro looked like Rogue One, like his, like Darth Vader's. It was amazing, but once they showed him his face, that was a different story because they they CGI just a younger uh, Mark Hamill, and then I, everybody thought it was gonna be uh, Stain Sebastian Stain. So well, I don't, you know, the CGI is a great tool, 
But I just, if you're going to, especially you're going to make a movie, you might as well do my favorite. Again, we go back to this and I've said it before. Dr. Sleep did a great job where they did not CGI these iconic characters. They just found actresses that and actors that look similar to those roles. Yeah. And and I felt that that's what they should have done. Just, I understand you're going to, but I think he he was in it. They just CGI a younger face on him. Mm Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I love those characters. I love the actor, mm-hmm. Mark Hamill's actor um, character. But at the same time, like you have to like, there has to be some give, some give to be like, hey, you you're not twenty three or whatever his <laughs> age <laughs> at the time of the yeah, movie yeah, yeah. where the where the time frame is in the show. Mm-hmm. And let's see what goes. But they did say rumor that Sebastian Stan is going to come in and might take Luke's role mm. into, into the series or isn't it be in and out once in a while yeah but they did confirm like the ahsoka uh, the, the, they have an end credit of um uh, for boba fett the book of boba fett mm. but uh one of the villains one of the major villains is moff gideon which is Giancarlos, mm. the Giancarlo, which is uh fring from breaking bad the dad from the get down and there is, and one of your guy, one of your favorite graphic designers, Boss Logic, mm-hmm. and there was a huge fandom vote that they want him to be Doctor Doom, and then the next <laughs> Fantastic so Four, well. because of what he created, they want him to be. Yeah, but he he is in all those shows that he is, he's a villain. Mm-hmm. He is he's very he has his mannerism, mm-hmm. the way he talks. Like he, could, I think he he'll make me get scared if he says cheeseburger. Like <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like he holds this tension and mm. this suspense and this this grittiness, not grittiness, but like. No, there's like, some people like Gary somebody, Old, oh, is a great villain. Yeah, like somebody um, you don't want to mess with just by the tone of their voice. Yeah, he holds that, and I think people were like, there was a lot of people was like, oh, he's like sixty six or something like that, sixty seven. They were like, he's too old. To be Doctor Doom because they're they're already saying that they want like John Krasinski, uh, um, uh, Emily Blunt to be, which I kind of like those choices. Which I like those choices, which I think they should go with. Intent, mm-hmm. but they were like, it's going to be such a stark contrast being on the age gap. But people were like, if he just says, if they do something in the in in, I think I don't know who it is, like because he was supposed to be best friends mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Mister Fantastic. Yeah, but I'm like, what happens if he's like a professor? And he's like one, like, uh, like a men- like a mentor, and like that kind of angle. Use that angle to bring him in. Mm. But then, at majority of the time, he's gonna have his face. It's gonna be a man. Yeah, he just voiceover. He just do the voice. You yeah. have somebody that's more physically built yeah. for that character, exactly. but just have that voice would mean everything. And people, and I think Boss Logic did a a kind of mock up. Uh, yeah, mock up of what he would look like as uh, Doctor Doom. I mean, I, I love that. Doctor Doom is a very is going to be an interesting character to fill, which I hope they do a really good job in doing it. It's just don't look for pretty, yeah. like look for sinisterous, especially voice concerned. Because again, he is mostly going to be in, in in his mask. That's what he's iconic for. So to like to find somebody who's younger or like more like appealing, yeah, it's pointless. It is. It definitely is, but. I hope he gets it. Let's see. But somebody mentioned some. He could be another. There was another actor, another character, and I can't. I can't remember. 
but I, I, if I remember, I'll let you know. But yeah. as far as I know, that was the go-to character that they would want him to bring him in. Okay. For um, uh, for the MCU, and it is well, it's not rumored, but I guess it's signed already that uh, Robert Downey Jr. is coming back as Iron Man. Okay. For Ironheart, the TV, the series, but not in full comeback form. Is it going to be like a, an AI? Like an AI or voiceover because she's going to be fine. She's going to find like old Stark tech and mm-hmm. use it, which I'm like, oh, we're going to have our DJ back for a little bit just for, for a small time. I think he's well, he pretty much made the whole like he like even though other people came before him as far as Marvel's concerned, he's the one that the new Marvel is kind of sitting on. Yeah. So I think they every so often when they kind of reference him. It's always going to be iconic because, like, even though Chris Evans is more of the, you know, Captain America, which is usually the leader, but when it comes to building the infrastructure, you the always MCU, look for, Iron Well, Man. as far as the, even even in any kind of Avengers role or anything like that, the infrastructure itself is always look for Iron Man because it's, it's his tech that usually runs it or yeah. his ideas that usually propel it. True. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't wait. All right. All right. Next topic. Mm. So, all right. So, KFC. Mm-hmm. This is what I was laughing before we started. KSC launches a video game console with a red hot chicken, a fried chicken grill in it. Yes. What is up with KFC? Like, they're dipping their hands in the weirdest possible places. Like, remember, they did that one uh, 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 weird uh, soap opera on the Hallmark Channel or something like that? Yeah. Like, with uh, uh, Mario Lopez, Lopez. Yes. <laughs> as like, Colonel Sanders. It just it looks like whoever is in charge of marketing or, or something like that is just like super out there just like yo let's just do this so yeah so apparently they're they're they are in agreement with uh cool master which it's like uh just a, a hard it's like a hardware tech company okay that like just b- builds it but apparently it's gonna be able to play your game while warming you keeping your chicken warm while you're gaming in one console so it looks like an air fryer I seriously think they lost a lot of money uh, in like revenue as far as people not making just like going to KFC. Yeah, and they're just like, "Yo, we got to do something dramatic." Yeah, but the thing is that they they made a joke about it mm-hmm. back in June mm-hmm. about like, "Oh, we should have our own council." And for some reason, it got a lot of traction on Twitter, and people were like, "Yo, do it!" And and I guess they just did like. Okay, a mar- let me ask you one simple that. question. I I love their marketing. Yes. We can talk about KFC all day, but the question is, are you going to eat there? Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. It looks like that dark robot or AI from uh, uh, um, that old uh, movie, the old scientific movie where it's like, uh, you don't remember that movie? Um, something. Uh, I'm like blanking on names today. Yeah, I know. It's but it, it looks like an AI movie. that's going to destroy the universe. Yeah. <laughs> He's the one that starts it starts Skynet pretty much. <laughs> But the thing is, they have a website. But are people going to eat chicken after this? Is that what I'm trying to say? I don't like, know. They're great marketing. We're going to talk about KFC, but the question is, does are it actually gonna... result in be like, I want some chicken? Because in my head, I'm like, they might as well have just spent all that money on, dev- on trying to beat Popeye's chicken. Because apparently that huge debacle at that time caused Popeye's to like skyrocket in, in, yeah. in sales. So let's see. But I guess they just, I, I, I think they took it as a joke and they people like this so much that they're kind of taking it seriously because now they have a website 
but they haven't released they have a video out for it like a small like two minute minute and a half clip about like oh we, we're reinventing like not reinventing the wheel but we're just getting into the gaming of consoles which is funny but they have a website they have pictures but they don't have any specs or but or you price see how weird that, okay so obviously console some consoles heat up but it's not necessarily a good sign of it that it heats up like that. And these people are basically promoting cheap gear and saying it's part of their idea. It's like, yeah, yeah we planned for that. We, yeah. we, we, we intended to keep your chicken warm. They're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It, 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 I just thought it was a hell of a... Oh, my God. I'm telling you, man. Love marketing people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see what come out with next. I feel like I, I'm I feel like they should come out with a pair of sneakers, like, like a handheld one. I feel like they're gonna they come out with a pair of sneakers, like next. a handheld one that you could be like, Oh, you could put your hash browns in the back, it'll keep it warm while you're carrying it with like you, like a hot pocket. Yeah, hash like brown, a hot like, pocket. <laughs> I could tell like, hand hot pocket. Yo, that's it. I would say like you, just, you just invented something, you might as well copyright that right now on the show. <laughs> you invented a controller with that. No, actually, I'll be honest with you, I think that exists. A, a handheld gaming. Hot pocket warmer. I seriously believe yes. I've seen a controller that has a hot pocket warmer on it. Well, at least a hot pocket holder. I've seen people eat their hot pockets, whatever, while they're gaming. They like da, 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 then they bend it over and they bite. They take a bite and they go back to the gaming. Oh no! I, I want to see one that's a warmer. <laughs> they'll toast it for you. Yeah, it'll toast it for you. It'll <laughs> keep it warm. Oh dear lord, man! We're just promoting bad habits all the way around today. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh man. So yeah, so we're gonna, that's it, guys. We're gonna create a handheld hot pocket or pop tart, yeah. hot pocket t- uh, pop tart or hash brown warmer while you go gaming on the go. So yes. bad. Yes, we're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just I, I want to start inventing. I'm gonna start inventing stuff with like de- defects and say that that was part of the idea. <laughs> yeah, like one of those things that has like a weird electrical surge. And be like, no, it, it you know it protects your like, <laughs> it protects your electronic space. You know, like you know, it, it always throws a surge to protect or, or, everything. No, like. uh, the annoying one it would be like, uh, you know how like when you're writing with pen and it mm-hmm. runs out, so you shake it mm-hmm. to get that ink, but that's the only way the pen will work. Oh, so uh, basically, what? Oh, like uh, what do you call? What was that one exercise thing that used to kind of like the 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 they used to have to shake it to get like um to get exercise to get um shake weight shake weight. So yeah. basically, like it's like a kind of like a shake weight style. Pencil. It's a pencil that gives you that gives you a little workout in you between. You keep flicking at it oh, yeah, <laughs> to make it work. It. You see all those forearms burning. <laughs> Copyright. Oh, <laughs> Take always trademark stuff today. What else we got today? Is that you know, last that? topic? What you got? Last topic. And this is well, actually. I did want to before you get into the last thing. Wait, remember, I, mean, I, I don't know. To, maybe it's the same thing that we're talking about. Well, I was gonna say I have. Uh, because of a trailer that came out this week, I had a prediction. That's what I was going to go with. Oh, YouTube. that's what she was. Okay, yeah. cool. Let's do this. So, Coming to America 2 yeah. has been announced uh, a few weeks ago, but the trailer just fell, mm-hmm. dropped two days ago. Yep. And me and Nick watched it like two or three times. Yeah. I and <laughs> I think I came up with the same predictions that you did when I thought really? about it. Little, there was something that were, I think was slightly different, but... I think yours is more accurate. Okay. So go for it. Let's. So the the essence of the trailer was that um, Hakeem's dad tells him that the, he needs an heir and it has to be a male, mm-hmm. and he has a son out back in Queens, so he has to go back and mm-hmm. try to retrieve him. The only everybody's coming back. The everybody uh, the whole cast is back except for one that stood out, 
which was Wesley Snipes, and he was called the General. Yep. And his, and you already could tell by his car- his demeanor in the trailer mm-hmm. that he has no good intentions of keeping. Well, of course, this is a general in a peaceful looking area. Yeah. Yeah. So he wants he he looks. So you don't know who his character is. Like I don't know. Like that's what I'm saying. I, there's a lot of they didn't actually tell you who are these people are. Yeah. Or what the actual storyline beyond him going back to Queens to find his son is. But based on the trailer and based on the people that I looked up that are in the movie, he's a and I don't think there wasn't even in the trailer. So okay, so I looked up. Um, let me see if I can find her name. The I got you, I got you. Okay, so because in my head, I'm like, <clears throat> the first thing I thought about was, does West does Akeem have a child? Because I know he specifically said that he wanted that he needs an heir, he needs a male heir. But in my head, I'm like. You know, they and then they brought Lisa back. So Lisa, they've been married the whole time, and yeah. it's, I'm like, okay, so they don't have children. In my head, I'm like, no, that doesn't seem right. So I started looking up, you know, who's in the movie, and then I'm like, I saw people that I didn't really see in the trailer. Then I looked Kiki, up Kiki Ling. Is that the one who plays? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I looked up. What is her name? Kiki Ling. Kiki Ling. Laney. So I looked her up, and the first thing that popped out to me first off was one that she is going to be in the movie. Two that the perf- the first role she did was old guard. Other uh, role that she did was old guard. Old guard. So that's a that's a physical. Role. Everybody in there was like a <clears throat> like fighting like a badass, right? Yeah. So I'm like okay. And then I saw when they showed a clip, they showed a picture of her and Akeem, and she's kind of in this outfit like they have the same stance. Like I don't know if you remember the original Coming to America where him and Arsenio Hall are kind of fighting with the yeah. staffs. It looks like he's having the same scene with his daughter. So, I mean, she's physically a badass, right? So, she's basic. So, I'm like, okay, why not? Why is, like, you know, especially with the movies coming out, and I'm like, okay, the way that the movies are being played lately, I am ahead. I'm like, I already saw what was going to happen, which, okay, so this is my prediction. Well, first off, um, Leslie Jones is the mother. So, obviously, she's an interesting character, and she, I'm, this is my prediction. First off, it would not be like as far as Lisa concerned, the character of Lisa, the, the one he falls in love with and marries, mm-hmm. or whatever. Especially yeah. the character of who Akeem is. There was no way that he ha- he would have slept with somebody after, after he um he was uh, he What's met it? Lisa, yeah. right? So this had to have to be somebody before, especially in Queens. It had to be somebody before. So there was only one scene before he went to the church to find Lisa, which was him at a bar and he was meeting very different people, like all these different women and. Very unique personalities. So I'm guessing they're gonna show uh, Leslie Leslie Jones and one of those characters because there was there was even some characters that like that was just talking a lot of junk, taking shots of like yo, no yeah. man can satisfy me, stuff like that. I feel like yo, she would play up that role. Like if they just shoot that scene, but her in it, she could play that role so well. So that's Leslie Jones character. So obviously they met before Lisa, and maybe I guess he decided to hook up with her. So then again, so we continue. Um. My my prediction is so uh, Keem or uh, Eddie Murphy and this guy go back to the states to find um, the son. Now I think what happens is the son does not want to be king, like or maybe he's not the person to be. But I don't think he actually probably wants to be king. So while he's gone though, I think Wesley Snipes comes and tries to take over um, his home country. Um, and while that's going on, because uh, uh, Zamunda, Zamunda, that's right. And uh, Earl Jones is in the movie, so I'm thinking what happens is his step, his daughter, his uh, his granddaughter steps up as somebody who shows that she can be the leader 
and proves it to her grandfather. So basically, she ends up being the the the, the person who takes over as a queen versus trying to find a random person or queens to be king. Yeah. So that's my prediction as far as what happens. He finds him, but the the guy could come to the Munda, but doesn't have to be king. His daughter, who's who's been bred to be this strong personality, and is like Akeem, becomes yeah. the new, becomes the, queen, the new queen, or not the new queen, the new queen. leader. Well, because remember, Akeem is gonna be king, but they need to have, have an heir. Heir, so she's gonna be the heir to the throne. Yeah. So um, and uh, and Wesley Snipes is the person that they have to defend against. Yeah. So, so guys, Nick just spoiled the whole movie for you. So don't, <laughs> don't go watch it. Again, this is a prediction. <laughs> this is not set in stone. This is but, just based on how many, all the movies I've seen and the temperature of how I see movies going. Because unfortunately, yeah. I love movies, but I've noticed when there is a certain temperature in the air, movies follow certain patterns. In this yeah. case right now, is women's empowerment, which is great. But a lot of times you start to be able to predict that they're going to... Push change that, things push that exactly. push that concept and everything like um, well, most movies not that i'm not gonna spoil it because i don't think people will watch it but have you seen the, the there's a movie called noel no i haven't seen it it's with the girl from uh, uh pitch perfect i haven't seen it well it's, again it's another one it's about santa stuff like that where um santa's kids one one you know one male one one whatever same basically story premise which is the son doesn't want to be santa and the the daughter is trying to convince the son to be Santa, and ultimately, the daughter ends up becoming the new Santa. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. There's a, there's a certain temperature when it comes to movies, and I'm thinking that's what it that's is. what they're gonna do with this one. So uh, that's right. my prediction. Tell me what you guys think about it, and let's see if it's true. Let's put some bets on it. <laughs> yeah. The only see the mm. only thing I didn't for my prediction was. Mm. I didn't take the concept of the daughter because I just watched it and I'm like, oh, but I didn't think she was going to play a significant role. Well, the, the funny thing is, I don't think the daughter was even prominent in the trailer. No, I, she just was like slight. I was like, a quick. Because the only girl that they focused on was the one that was Wesley Snipes and that wasn't his daughter. That was somebody else. Yeah. So that's why I didn't think about that. But you went deep dive. You went deep. Oh, I searched. Deep. Yeah, you searched. That's why you came up with that prediction and ruined the movie <laughs> for everybody. But every guy, everyone, <laughs> thank you so much. I will take a quick break and come back with Damn Nix's Corner Review. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Damn Nick's Corner Review. Yeah. That was prolonged. I know. I'm, I'm trying to get better with this. Should you give you? I want to give you a proper intro to review. To the name that I didn't ask for? Thank That's you so much. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No more Nixes. Just damn Nick. Oh, you should tell everybody about what, you, what I didn't know you were doing because I didn't read the. I don't read them once you post them about my, the, the show notes. Uh, I change them. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, I read so, my. So, so quick hint, guys. <laughs> Nick usually writes his show notes for when we post our videos, our, our, our podcast. And I, he sends it to me to post it all together. But what I do, I do the rewrites quick and changes and change all the nixes he puts in and put damn Nick in. <laughs> I did not know that, guys. All right. So continuing uh, the movie we're going to be. Uh, yes. They're going to be reviewing Hell is yeah. called Fat Man. The Fat Man with Mel Gibson. So this is so different. And that's why the reason I draw me to watch it in the first place. Obviously, it's Christmas. But so just so if you're not aware, um. In this world, obviously, Santa Claus exists, but not only does he exist, people know that he exists. 
And there's a lot of people that can, a lot of kids and adults that can, can say that Santa Claus actually gave them something. So, like, this is something normal. Um, and actually, it kind of breaks Santa into more of a realistic role where he's very kind of like, not necessarily bitter, he's just older and just kind of grumpy a little bit, but he is, like, living this life. Like, if, if Santa was real, the magic wasn't as prominent, but, like, he actually had a crew of, uh, of elf workers that built this stuff and he had like a factory and how he himself had to has functioned like to pay for everything. Yeah. Um, I love know, this movie. I, there was things I was not too happy about. I'll just say that straight off the bat. I liked it, but here's the thing. I think, okay. So I think that it was a little back and forth where it went from realistic to kind of goofy, spoilable, spo- like spoiler, like a, a, a parody. So I felt like if it would have just picked the corner, it would have been a little better. You know what movie kept on coming in my head when I watched this movie? What? Um, the Hebrew Hammer. Okay. But that's straight parody. Yeah, this that one. was gritty. But that was straight parody. But that's when this one was supposed to be gritty, straight, like straight shot. But then there was just certain things that they did with this was like very that just kind of peeked into that parody corner where. Yeah, I know, I know. and I love that about it. I th- I, I, don't I, know, just, I just. All right, this movie is the <laughs> essence of Christmas, guys. Like, <laughs> the essence of Christmas. it is the essence of Christmas in twenty twenty in this climate. I would like, say, uh, do not cut me off right here. I'm sorry, go ahead. This should be a staple movie you have to watch <laughs> every year during the Christmas time. If you love Christmas, love milk, cookies, uh, warm baths, doesn't matter. You need to watch The Fat Man during the Christmas holidays. This, all right. Let you know, there's movies every year that I watch during the depending on the season. Yeah, like, yeah. Like my me and my wife watch Hocus Pocus during the Halloween mm-hmm. season, uh, right after Thanksgiving to Christmas, we watch Elf mm-hmm. and uh, Love Actually. The Fat Man has entered that round <laughs> right next to Die Hard. Those movies has entered this round. So up. I made uh, I don't know I don't know when I did I get I don't even know how much I paid. So I thought I rented the movie. You bought it? I bought it. Apparently. Yes. According to what I read today, because I looked it up, I was like, wait a minute, why is it still there? And it looked like I bought it, so I didn't rent it. So, so we have it forever. Yes. Oh. So, Best purchase of 2020, guys. <laughs> the Fat Man. Okay, so, so the the one thing I would say is I think the movie would have been better if you eliminated eliminated the the military. I think if you just took out the military part of it, and just focused on the interactions of how the elves work and and how he works, uh, Santa works. That would have been better. I just felt the I, the, I, the, the I, whole the whole military and commercialism of it, where it's like they're trying to make him into like this kind of factory worker type thing. I was like, eh, I could ruin, do without don't, it. Don't, don't ruin no, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I ruined it. That 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 that's an essential part of the movie. Well, I mean, all Christmas movies has a, a version of commercialism bet into, it, especially yeah. if you don't like this. But what I'm saying is that just say just that, that that's what I'm just saying. Military, if they just eliminate the military portion of it, no, I think th- I think it would have played way better. A not elim- all right, not eliminated, mm-hmm. but not so heavily focused on it. I don't know I, if they had like a little because there was a, there was things mm-hmm. in that involved the military that um, showed how much of a badass one of the characters was. And that and that's it. And and what I liked about it, mm-hmm. it it kept other it kept other other characters safe throughout the movie. I guess here's my thing. I the reason I say military is because and okay, the reason I say certain like things like because I watch movies 
And sometimes I look to see if there's things you can eliminate from the movie and the movie would still make sense. And that is one thing in the movie. I think that if even if you eliminate it, it would still make sense. Like you could find other things to explain what you just said. Yeah. But the, the, their actual part of the movie didn't play as much where I think they were significant. Like, for example, did you ever see the one? Uh, there was one movie with uh, The Rock where he just goes around like um, with, like he just goes around shooting people because they wronged him. I don't know if it, it was like an old movie. He just has walking a revolver. Tall. Not walking tall. Oh, no, you, it, it was fast. It's called Faster or something like that. I, it was a weird movie. It was not one of the rock's best. However, in the movie, there's like a guy like who's supposed to be like an assassin and he's like a yoga master or whatever. I looked at that movie and I realized you can delete every scene that man is in, even though that man plays a significant role in the movie, the movie would still make sense. You can not even have to reshoot anything. Just delete that part, just delete his parts of the movie, the movie would make sense, even without his parts. And that's why I watch movies where I'm like, did you really need that? Did you really, really need that part? It's like, you could work without it. You can. Of course you can. This there, That element, because that's significant in the military, but I, I just... No, it's it fine was, if you feel that, but great. I just... But I no, otherwise, yeah, I The thought, only thing I felt, it mm-hmm. lacked act, more action. I wanted more. more action. <laughs> I wanted more action. That's the only thing. I, it had it good enough, mm-hmm. but the concept, mm-hmm. the story of how these characters got had to be introduced to each other... Mm-hmm. And how they had to, why they have to interact with each other is awesome. I have to say, I find I found the very concept of like this version of Santa very interesting because I, like I said, this is a world where it's it's not a, it's not an abnormal thing. Yeah, he's not known like people don't know who he is like that, but they know that he actually exists. Like Santa actually exists because it most everybody almost every kid kind of got something from him. Yeah. And I just thought that was super interesting. And it was always, it was always that one gift in your life that like meant everything. Me, yeah, that change, turned, like change. changed everything and motivated you to do be a better person. I think. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Again, concept was wonderful. I thought the realism was good. I thought certain parts. I think you know what it was. The 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 child you see in the trailer, the one that got the call, the one yeah. that started everything. I think there were certain parts at hand that were just a little too cartoony. That's why I think they were when it's a little bit of parody. Um, I think that's where I'm like, yeah, if they, they could have, we could have worked with him a little better. Cause that's what I think. It, there's certain, certain little things when it's a parody and I think it would have stayed, but it would have been better more on the realistic side. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. Let's get to these Nickies. How many Nickies do you give this? Honestly, because of concept and the way they pulled it off, even with my criticisms, I want it. I think I want, I would love to have, I would love to say a three and a half, but I don't. I think the movie is very interesting enough to say that I want to give it a four. I have a four and a half on that one. Four and a half. Yes. Guys, you hear this? I don't think I've ever heard four and a half. Like for me, for, even for me, yeah. We give a four Shazam. and a half. Which one? Shazam. Shazam. We give wow. five. Well, five is one, but a four and a half. That's what I'm saying. Like that's a. It's only lacking action. That's all it is. <laughs> it's only lacking action. So there you go, guys. It's a movie to watch. Yeah. Four and four and a half. Your new Christmas movie. Thank us later. <laughs> All right, All right guys. guys. Well, we want to say thank you, everybody, for listening. Everybody have a wonderful holiday. Christmas, if you don't celebrate, have a ho- happy holiday. Happy New Year's. We'll catch you guys next year. And as always, thank you so much for listening. You can always find us on our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nerds in the City. You can send us emails at Nerds in the City Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, any suggestions, topics, stories, news, 
movie reviews, movie suggestions, or things we could do to improve your listening pleasure. And as always, guys, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. All right, everyone. See you next week. Later. Later.